The following program is brought to you by the Tennessee Broadband Association. Lead Tennessee Radio, conversations with the leaders moving our state forward. We look at the issues shaping Tennessee's future, rural development, public policy, broadband, health care, and other topics impacting our communities. And now, here's your host of Lead Tennessee Radio, Lavoie Knowles. Hello, I'm LaVoy Knowles, the Executive Director of the Tennessee Broadband Association. We're delighted to have as our guest today, Tennessee Secretary of State, Trey Hargett. Secretary Hargett, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here and look forward to sharing some good news from our department with you today. Great. Also joining me today is Kim Atkins of the Capital Strategy Group, who supports the Tennessee Broadband Association's government affairs efforts in Nashville. And thank you, Kim, for joining us today as well. Thank you, LaBoy. It's an honor to be here. Secretary Hargett, you've been in public service for a number of years. Let's get started by sharing your story. Tell us about your family and the path that brought you to the Secretary of State's office. Well, LaBoy, I don't want to put all your listeners to sleep, but I'll do my best to to share some of my stories. So uh, we live in Hendersonville. My wife, Dawn, and I have been married 26 years with the proud parents of of two boys um, who are in their teenage years. And and, and we have made Hendersonville our home after I became Secretary of State back in 2009 after Republicans gained the majority in Tennessee State Legislature. Uh, I served, prior to that, I served 10 years in House Representatives, twice elected as Republican leader. Um, I was in the legislature elected from the Memphis and Bartlett area, had the opportunity, like I said, to serve them for 10 years. And just, you know, really have enjoyed my tenure in public service. I have always believed that public service is a fantastic opportunity to make a positive impact on the world and community around you. And and so in this role as Secretary of State, we really feel like we have the opportunity to help our fellow Tennesseans in ways big and small. I get the fantastic opportunity to lead a wonderful group of people. I think as of today, up to about 285 employees who, you know, we, we work with Tennesseans on the front lines, whether they're trying to start a business, whether they're trying to vote in elections, whether they are running a nonprofit organization, um, intersecting with us through our administrative procedures divisions, reading one of our blue books. There's a lot of different ways that we feel like we get to help our fellow Tennesseans in ways that many people probably don't even notice. That's a great story, and I'm uh, I'm sure most of our listeners don't know all the responsibilities that you do have. And I would say, from a personal perspective, you always have a very open door policy, and and you you do have a sincere interest in doing what's best for the consumers of Tennessee. And we thank you for that. Well, it's been my privilege. I've had the opportunity to work with you in a different role as well at the Tennessee Regulatory Authority, and just have always not only appreciated your professionalism, but the professionalism of the Tennessee Broadband Association. We've come a long ways in Tennessee since those days that I was on a TRA, and uh, but we know we still have strides that we need to make across our state, and y'all are critical to making that happen. Well, thank you for those those kind words. Uh, the Secretary of State's office is a very wide ranging responsibility responsibilities, and you mentioned a few of those roles. Uh, but one of your most visible roles is that in Tennessee's Chief Election Officer. Uh, Secretary Hargett, explain for us the role that your office plays in the Tennessee elections. Well, sure. Glad to do it. And of course, secretaries of state have taken on a much uh, higher profile role nationally as a result of the 2016-2020 elections. A lot of people have asked questions and are very engaged on it. And we work with all 95 county election commissions across the state to make sure that we try and run elections that meet the highest test of integrity 
and that people know that their vote was counted once, no more, no less. That means working with all 95 county election commissions to make sure that the voter registration rolls are up to date and accurate. It means working to make sure that the over 2,000 precincts and plus early voting sites and absentee ballot sites are able to be conducted, conducting elections seamlessly to make sure people have the opportunity to register to vote, to participate in elections. You know, as you know, and your listeners know, LaVoy, it's never been easier to register to vote in the state of Tennessee, never been easier to vote. And, and we're always working to try and find ways that Tennesseans can participate in elections and also at the same time, make sure that we conduct elections with the utmost of integrity. Our job would not be possible though without the 95 county election administrators, their respective county election commissions, and the thousands of people who come to work and volunteer at the polls on election days and during early votings. Um, you, would, you can't find any other business out there where you count on your best workers to come to work for a couple of weeks three times every couple of years, but that's exactly what we do. And um, it's one of the reasons we were able to conduct an election during the, this most recent pandemic and be able to do so in a way that made sure that unlike a lot of other states, the polling places stayed open, they were clean, they were healthy, they were safe, and Tennesseans were able to cast their vote with, with um, very little fanfare and no hiccups. Secretary Hargett, You've launched many initiatives to encourage voter participation, and we're going to talk about those in a minute. But first, talk to us about why you believe voting is so important. Oftentimes, we hear people say, my vote doesn't matter, but that's not true at all, is it? No, it's not, Kim, and I really appreciate you using our our line, your vote matters, because it really does. And and so I'll, I'll tell you a couple of stories that um, I have retold numerous times is I was doing a voter registration drive at Milton C. State University a few years ago, and there was this guy walking across campus, and I, and I get to be kind of a carnival, bar- carnival barker when I'm trying to engage these students and get people to register. And I asked him, I said, are you registered? And he kind of dismissively waved his hand and said, no, I'm not registered. And he said, you know, I, I don't care anything about that. And I said, well, when I said, you really should. I said, you, you should get engaged in a process. And he says, I don't do politics. I said, well, make no mistake about it. You can say you don't do politics. Politics will be done to you. And, and the real lesson there is, you know, we're going to have elections regardless if you participate or not. So aren't you better off if you participate in the process and make your voice heard instead of turning over the keys of power to those that that, that do go and participate in the elections? And, and on the contrary, I, I, that didn't work. He didn't come register. So I tried the reverse one day. I was at Motlow State. It was during the 2016 election. And this young lady said to me, she says, well, I'm not going to vote. I'm just, I'm not going to do that. My vote doesn't matter. And I said, well, good, you shouldn't vote. And she kind of raised her eyebrows real quick. She said, you're the Secretary of State. Why should you tell me I shouldn't vote? I said, well, you've already told me you're not going to. What I'm trying to tell you is that when you don't go vote, all you do is turn over the keys of power to those people that do. I said, here you are. You're 18 years old. You've never registered to vote. You never voted. You can get registered and you can go vote. I said, you can go and cancel out my vote or add to my vote. Now, I'm the Secretary of State. And and it's a great equalizer for all of us that all of us get that one vote. It's an opportunity to make our voice heard at the polls. And and furthermore, you know, we've seen elections in this state where there are school board races that have ended in ties. Uh, We've seen state legislative races that have been decided by less than five votes. 
Heck, we had a congressional race that was decided by less than four dozen votes a few years back. And, and so you never know if your vote is actually going to be the one that makes the difference in that election. But what you do know is if you don't go vote, you're never going to have the opportunity to have that impact. So get out and make your voice heard. That is so true. I, um, I appreciate you sharing that story. And you touched on uh, the Your Vote Matters program. Can you tell us how your office is promoting, promoting that effort all across Tennessee and, and what that means? Absolutely, Kim. And we appreciate Tennessee Broadband Association, your partnership. We know that y'all are really um, interested in connectivity. You're interested in helping people be more engaged in the world around them. And we're partnering with organizations like yours, other, you know, other nonprofit organizations, trade associations and businesses. And we think now is the time to do that instead of next year when everybody starts putting on their red and blue jerseys and lining up to go vote. Let's get people registered now and let's start to, to flex that civic muscle and get people engaged in the process. And what we've seen in some other states is a lot of conversation around voting. Um, some of it accurate, some of it not. And, and what I want to do is give people the opportunity to lean in right now and say, we believe that civic engagement is important to us. And let's make let's give people every opportunity to register to vote, help them understand how to participate in elections. So we're doing that with organizations like I just mentioned. And also upcoming, we're going to be on all of the four-year public campuses during a football game and doing a tailgate and trying to get college students and those attending the games to try and build a buzz around getting people registered to vote. And, um, and then not just that, it's not just enough to register, it's about following through and participating in elections. You know, registering to vote is kind of like buying a ticket to a football game. But when you, when you go and vote, that's actually like getting to play in the game, getting to be a part of the game. So but registering to vote is a very first step in that process. And, and we're doing those couple of things. And also, we're partnering with high schools around the state. Uh, we have started a new award program this year called the Ann Dallas Dudley Award. And so we're going to give that award to schools that register 100% of those 18-year-olds and up, or those who are going to be 18 by the elections. If they represent, if they get their entire student body of that age registered to vote, they're going to get the gold level award, and then there's going to be a silver level award for 85% threshold and up. We really want people to get engaged now at an early age, because I believe if we get people engaged now and build that habit, the more people are interested and engaged in that, I think that bodes well up as a society for us as in local, the local, state, and federal levels as Tennesseans to help make our aspirations for our communities reality. Great comments. And as everyone knows, the Tennessee Broadband Association is made up of independent and cooperative broadband providers across the state. These companies have invested millions of dollars in building advanced fiber networks to connect Tennessee's small towns and rural communities. Broadband, as we all have seen, is a key factor in economic development, working from home, remote education, and telehealth. But it's also an important tool for civic involvement. How can citizens use the Internet to engage with the voting process? Well, that's fantastic. I, I couldn't have written that question much better myself, LaVoy. Thank you. We have an online voter registration system where people can go online, assuming they have a state of Tennessee issued ID and be able to register from the comfort of their home. They also can use our GoVoteTN app to find out where their polling location is, what the hours of voting are, 
the dates of voting, and even be able to see their unique ballot. So they'll be able to see a sample ballot that's, that is from their precinct so they are prepared voters. But also, you know, the internet can be a place where they can go online and research the candidates that are running for office, finding out what they stand for. And for those who are already really engaged in a process, people don't go vote because the Secretary of State or the Broadband Association this year encouraged them to. They go because their neighbors and their friends encourage them to. So what I would challenge every person listening is during the upcoming election year, find one person who may not be a regular voter or may not even be a registered voter and encourage them to go. Um, you know, we are near the bottom when it comes to voter registration and voter turnout. And, and depending on the metric you look at, we're certainly in the lower third and maybe in the lower 20% among states. If everybody who is a registered voter in the state of Tennessee would work to get one person registered, we would go from near the bottom to the top. If we would just get everybody who is a, a regular voter, not registered voter, but a regular voter to commit to encourage one other person and get them to make a plan for them to vote and actually get them to vote, we'd go from the bottom to the top. So it's really about, we can use the internet to help touch others who are in our respective spheres of influence and encourage them to participate in the process. That's really what's going to drive future turnout. Thank you, Secretary Hargett. It's, um, it's so nice to hear you touch on uh, all the efforts utilizing the internet and online capabilities to encourage all people to vote, not just um, those who aren't currently, but certainly focusing on the younger generation and and thank you for sharing uh, a little bit more about the program uh, with the high school students. We commend those efforts and, and look forward to, to learning more. And, and that's why we're just proud to be a part of today's discussion with you. Well, I, you know, it's organizations like yours that are really helping us move the needle, frankly. Uh, you, have a, a, you have an incredibly broad reach. And the more that we can help drive this message home about the importance of voting and how easy it is to register to vote and how easy it is to vote, then that sinks into people. And one of the frustrating things for me at times as I travel the state is, is somebody will say to me, well, gosh, I, I just don't have to register. It's gotta be really hard. And I whip out my phone and I said, well, we can have this done in the next couple of minutes if you've got some time. And they're stunned. They said, well, when I watch TV, they tell me how hard it is. And I said, well, I just showed you how quick and simple it is. And, and the good thing is you can now take your phone and you can go back and show your family and friends how easy it is to register to vote. So you're really helping us push back against what the narrative is at times. Um, people sometimes look for an excuse not to do something. And, and we are all about making sure that people understand that we're not just removing obstacles. We're informing people there never was the obstacle there to start with. Well, I can say one thing. I think we're all excited to see the return of college football this fall. Uh, and your voter registration tailgate effort is targeting fans to spread the word about how easy it is to register to vote and vote in Tennessee. There's two parts of this process, as you explained it. What can college students and fans expect to see as part of your registration tailgate? And I know you've already covered part of this, but you might want to spend just a little more time explaining that. I will avoid and Thank you for giving me the opportunity to elaborate on that a little bit more. We're partnering with student leaders across the state and, and also local election officials. And we'll be setting up tents um, outside the, the stadiums at each of these football games. We, we have, we're gonna have one game that we picked out for each school. 
and, um, and we'll have iPads set up where people can use our online voter registration system. We'll also have paper forms in case for some reason they don't want to do it online. They want to take it home with them or fill it out right there. Um, local election officials are going to be there on the spot so that we can count those as in-person voter registrations, which are important if someone decides they need to vote absentee during their first election that they go vote in. And people need to look for the big white flags that say your vote matters. And, and they're going to see me and they're probably going to hear me hollering across campus like a carnival barker, like I said earlier, trying to draw them in and talk about how we can easily get people registered to vote and begin their first step in the journey participating in future elections. It's a great effort and a big a big effort on your part, I might say. That's that's a, a, a huge undertaking to to uh, attend these ball games and, and try to spread the word. But September is National Voter Registration Month. And as businesses, uh, members of our organization and others, what can businesses and organizations do to help spread the word um, about the importance of registering to vote? Well, there's several things we can do. But first, I would encourage them to go to our website at GoVote10.com. And there's great resources there. Or they can email me at tre.hargett, H-A-R-G-E-T-T, at 10.gov. And, and get our get access to our toolkit. And, and our toolkit has a lot of useful information. I mentioned the online voter registration system earlier. I mentioned the GoVote10 app. But one of the things that we really are excited about is helping push messages out through different organizations where we're going to give you things you can put in your internal and external newsletters. We're going to give you things you can share through social media, um, you know, graphics that you can you can share with your employees. We'll even customize videos for you, helping um, make it real and, and connecting our office to your organization and, and help giving people those tools that you have in your organization to touch people. Because it's one thing when they hear from me or they see me on the news and they think, well, that's the guy who's wearing a tie and a dress shirt all the time. It's another thing when they get that message from their own human resources department or they get it from the chief executive officer or the president of their organization who is choosing to you know, use their sphere of influence, your organization, to help people understand how easy it is to register to vote, how easy it is to participate in the elections. And it can be messages as simple as um, helping people know, hey, the voter registration deadline's coming up. Uh, if you're going to get registered, here's a simple way to go do that. Then we're going to be following through to making sure people know when early voting is starting, how you can find out hours of operation and where to go vote, making sure people know when election day is and what the hours of operation are, um, how you get a copy or sample ballot. And so it's those consistent messages from people, from organizations that they work with or are members of, letting them know that, hey, I care enough about you participating in the process to make these things available to you. Um, and it's not hard. And so we make it as easy as possible. We can be as involved or as uninvolved as our organization wants us to be. The real key is, is the closer we get to home for these voters or potential voters, the more likely they are to participate in the process. Great information. So we talked about businesses. We talked about our organizations. What can individuals do to help spread the word about getting registered to vote and then go out to vote on Election Day? Well, you know, the real key there is talk to your neighbors and friends, talk to your family and um, and make it a part of conversation and you know, encourage them to make a plan for when they're going to go vote, whether they're going to go vote or early voting or Election Day. Um, if you know someone needs it, you know, an absentee ballot and meets the 14, one of the 14 criteria, 
help them come up with a plan to be able to get that absentee ballot request form in and then get that ballot back in. They have to mail it back in, but you can help them make a plan. But also part of it is building building some excitement and, and building um, a little energy around it. And so we have found one of the things that I did many years ago was started using the hashtag GoVote10. And it's amazing how many candidates and groups out there during election time will post pictures of themselves at the polls or getting registered to vote and using that hashtag. And it, it usually starts trending, you know, during the election period. So that helps build connectivity across our state and build excitement about elections. And we're also going to be using the hashtag your vote matters. And, and so a lot of times people may not necessarily understand what the hashtag is when they start, but it causes them to do a little research. And, and when they start digging around, they kind of figure out, well, hey, my vote really does matter. I can make an impact on the world around me through the ballot box. So um, those kind of things are things that people can do. And if they'll share those hashtags as they use their respective social media channels, um, that will really help us get the message out as well. Thank you, Secretary Hargett. It sounds like your office is exploring every avenue to uh, encourage um, Tennesseans that their vote matters and in, in, in getting out to vote. What else can you tell us about more information on uh, voting in Tennessee? That um, Where can people find out more information? Well, well Kim, I, I would encourage people to go to GoVoteTN.com. And, and one, one thing I had not mentioned earlier that's really important for first-time voters is one of the things that we heard from others was how they didn't know what to expect the first time they went to go vote. And, and so we even curated a video that shows a first-time voter what to expect when they walk into the polling place, how they're going to be greeted, and walk them through every step of the process so that even to the point where they get their I Voted sticker. So it takes away some of the mystery of it. And, and I know it's hard for some of us to remember our first time in voting. You know, for me, I've been a voter for now 30-some-odd years. And, you know, for me, I, I really don't remember the first time I went to go vote and what that looked like. But I bet you, as an 18-year-old first-time voter, I had some trepidation from not knowing what to expect, even though I had gone to vote with my parents before. Keep in mind, some of the people we're, we're trying to encourage to register to vote— may have never voted before or voted in a different state and just don't know what to expect. So the more that we can remove the veil of mystery to the process, the better off we are. And that's also a good point too that I should have brought up earlier when I talked about making a plan. If you're encouraging someone to go vote, offer them the opportunity, hey, if you'd like to ride with me or go with me at the same time, you know, you can't go back behind the curtain and help them vote, obviously. But maybe if they can go with a friend, that also gives them a little more comfort and helps take away some of the mystery and, um, and discomfort of going to vote for the first time. Well, thank you for all the work that you're doing to make it more, make it more aware of the importance of voting. Uh, and Secretary Hargett, thank you for joining us today. Well, LaVoy, my privilege. You, you and Kim are fantastic to work with. And I just want to say the Tennessee Broadband Association and your members are, are really critical to helping Tennessee be all it can be and us build a better state. And, and we can't be all we're going to be and reach our full potential personally and professionally if we don't have connectivity. And, and that's critical for us to be able to invest in as a state. The legislature and the governor have certainly made this a priority. And I look forward to partnering with you not only in Go Vote 10 efforts and Your Vote Matters efforts, 
but um, and also spreading the news about how important it is to have good connectivity across the state. Well, thank you, and thank you for your support on all of the efforts that we have uh, put forth. You're always a big supporter, and, and again, have have an open door policy that we can always uh, you can always listen to us. And thank you for listening today uh, to this special episode of Lead Tennessee Radio. This podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Broadband Association, cooperative and independent companies connecting our state's rural communities and beyond with world-class broadband. Please help us share these conversations with people leading Tennessee forward. And remember, your vote matters. Thank you.